Welcome to Mexico Unexplained, where we will explore the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. This series presents information based partly on theory and conjecture. The podcaster's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the subjects we will examine. Here is your host, Robert Bito. Welcome, and muy bienvenidos to episode number 157 of Mexico Unexplained, where we examine the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. I'm your host, Robert Bito. In the year 2010, Mexico's National Institute of Anthropology and History asked Elizabeth Danes, a noted French sculptor, to help bring life to bones recently uncovered in the Yucatan. In her sunlight-filled studio in Paris, Danes approached her task seriously. This was not the first time she was asked to reconstruct a face from a mere skull. In her sculpting career spanning 25 years, she took on many interesting assignments, including one from National Geographic five years before, to rebuild the face of ancient Egypt's King Tut. The Mexican skull was part of the remains of what paleoanthropologists have called La Señora de las Palmas, or the Lady of Las Palmas in English, referring to Las Palmas Caves in the Yucatan. The skull before Denise presented her with some interesting questions, and over the course of the few weeks that she worked on the face, the artist's mind wandered. Before her were the remains of a woman who lived before the last ice age ended, possibly 13,000 years ago. Scientists concluded that the Señora de las Palmas had died when she was in her mid-40s to early 50s, slightly older than Elizabeth Denise herself. Did this prehistoric Mexican woman live to see her great-grandchildren? As a woman living so long ago, what was her everyday life like? As someone of this advanced age for her times, was she a wise leader of her people? Denise finished her work ahead of schedule, much to the delight of her employers back in Mexico City. Later that year, for her work on the Señora de las Palmas and other projects, Elizabeth Denise would win the John J. Lazendorf Paleo Art Prize, the most prestigious award given to artists in science art related to paleontology. No rivers flow on the flat surface of the Yucatan Peninsula. When rains fall over the Yucatan, the water disappears into the thick limestone of the peninsula. Water flows through extensive cave systems beneath the surface, eventually making its way out to sea. For millennia, humans living in the Yucatan gained access to fresh water through cenotes, massive sinkholes in the limestone. Without this access to water, the Maya civilization never would have existed, and any human habitation in the region would have been kept to a minimum. The massive subterranean labyrinth through which the life-giving water currently flows was formed two to three million years ago during the Pleistocene and now comprises several thousands of miles of caves. During the times of worldwide glaciation and lower sea levels, many of these caves were void of water and they were above sea level. The present-day sea level was reached some 6,600 years ago, 
at which time the cave remained permanently waterlogged with the fresh water seeping through the surface and moving out to sea. Finds within the past dozen years in these underwater caves appear to put human habitation in the Yucatan to before the deglaciation and sea level rise to thousands of years before the rise of the classic civilization of the Maya. In the early 2000s, a team led by Arturo González of the Museo del Desierto in Saltillo, Coahuila, explored several cave systems in the Mexican state of Quintana Roo in the northeastern third of the Yucatan Peninsula. The team explored a cave system called Naranjal, which extends almost 25 kilometers and has eight entrances located near the Maya archaeological site of Tulum. The Naranjal system connects with another underwater cave system called Oshbelha. Gonzalez published his findings in the year 2008. His 2008 report contained the data and extremely technical conclusions surrounding the discovery of two skeletons along with prehistoric hearths and the bones of extinct animals, mostly Ice Age megafauna. The Señora de las Palmas was one of the two intact skeletons discovered by researchers during the initial phases of Gonzalez's project. The other skeleton was found about one kilometer away from the Señora and was nicknamed Eva de Naharón after the cave of Naharón, which is part of the northern section of the Naranjal underwater cavern system. Eva was a much younger woman, about 20 to 30 years old at the time of her death, but still considered to be quite mature for her time. The skeletons of both Eva and the more matronly Senora were found articulated and intact, leading researchers to believe that the two women were given funerals and were buried in the cave before it slowly filled up with water many hundreds of years later. The Quintana Roo Underwater Cave Database of Human Remains now contains 10 individuals, one of the best such study samples of prehistoric humans in the world. What are some of the conclusions of the scientists regarding these finds? To date these bones, researchers relied on a combination of scientific testing of the actual bones and correlating the findings with what was found alongside the bones specifically charcoal from pit fires and the bones of the prehistoric animals discovered. The fact that the bones had spent so much time underwater posed problems for traditional carbon-14 testing to give an accurate date range for the individuals. Gonzalez and his team had a hard time finding measurable organic components to the bones. A hearth existed near where the team found the bones of the Señora de las Palmas. The dates on the charcoal from the pit fire as received from the lab go back 9,000 years. Animal bones in the hearths and found throughout the cave system also help to set the context. Many of these animals started to become extinct some 12,000 years ago. Mexican archaeologist Carmen Rojas Sandoval, working for the National Institute of Anthropology and History, presented a paper in August of 2017 detailing her findings of the bones of ancient animals found in the cenotes and caves of the northeastern Yucatan Peninsula. She showed that bones of 23 different types of animals were found alongside those of the humans. 
These included those of extinct horses, camelids, giant bears, saber-toothed tigers, peccaries, and a giant armadillo, among others. Rojas even discovered a new species of giant sloth. To honor the local ancient Maya civilization, she gave the sloth the scientific name Chibalba onyx oviceps, with Chibalba referring to the ancient Maya underworld identified with the caves. The bones of the Señor de las Palmas and the others found in the underwater caves of the Yucatan may help rewrite the history of the peopling of the Americas. Scientists are looking carefully at the cave finds and comparing them to the bones from similar finds throughout the hemisphere dating to the same time period. Human remains from the Ice Age and before have been found at a site in Brazil called Lagoa Santa and the Sabana de Bogota in Colombia. In Mexico, some specimens dating to this time were also discovered outside of Mexico City. Due to many similarities among these specimens, scientists are calling these people as a group Paleo-Americans. By examining the morphology or the forms of the bones, one can see marked differences between these ancient Paleo-Americans and modern-day Native American populations, such as the Maya, specifically in the shape of the head. The ancient and modern-day Maya, for example, have similar cranial structures to modern-day Native Americans found throughout the Americas and with populations in modern-day China and northern Asia. The skull morphology of the specimens found in the Yucatan caves of the so-called Paleo-Americans is more like that of modern-day Austro-Melanesian groups. The Señora de las Palmas and her contemporaries seem to have more in common with people in Southeast Asia than they do with modern-day Native Americans. These findings have led to the two-component model postulated by Argentine paleoanthropologist Hector Pucciarelli in the year 2004. According to Pucciarelli's theory, the Americas were first colonized in two successive waves from Asia. The first one migrated through the Bering Passage from Southeast Asia about 12,000 years ago. These Paleo-Americans were also the ancestors of modern Austronesians. Austronesian people today are found in modern-day Indonesia and the Southeast Asian mainland. According to the two-component model, the Paleo-Americans were replaced by a second wave to come into the Americas 9,000 years ago. This second wave were the ancestors of modern-day Native Americans and the Northern Asian groups. According to Pucciarelli, the replacement was exceedingly fast and occurred without any sort of genetic mixing of the two groups. Thus, according to the latest scientific theories, the people whose remains were discovered in the underwater cave systems were not related to the ancient Maya or to any modern-day inhabitants of the Yucatan. Rewriting the history books on the peopling of the Americas has some challenges. Whenever new discoveries are made, no matter how thorough and well-documented they are, the pioneering researchers have the barriers of dogma and orthodoxy to break through. Those doing research on the Paleo-Americans have to make their case to their peers and to the world at large. Many refuse to accept new theories or alternative hypotheses, especially when lifetime careers are at stake. 
The researchers investigating the wealth of the underwater caves in the Yucatan are also racing against the clock to find new specimens. As the word got out about the Señora de las Palmas and the other skeletons, looters and vandals were quick to get to the caves. For example, in 2009, diver Harry Gust photographed and described human remains in a cave system accessed by the Chan Hole Cenote, just 8 meters below the surface. When researchers returned to Chan Hole, to the exact location of the intact human skeleton for further study, they had found the area vandalized with most of the bones, including the skull, missing. As there are thousands of cenotes throughout the Yucatan and many cave systems unknown or largely unexplored, it will be very difficult to protect potential finds from fossil hunters and souvenir seekers. It's unknown at this point just how much has already been lost. The story of the Señora de las Palmas continues to unfold, however. With more discoveries and keener scientific methods, perhaps a clearer picture of the peoples of Ice Age Mexico will reveal itself sometime soon. For now, there is still a lot of speculation and many theories seeking to explain the mysteries discovered in these underwater caves of the Yucatan. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Mexico Unexplained. Remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Twitter. Tell your friends by sharing these shows with others. Please go to our website, MexicoUnexplained.com, for references, illustrations, and for free access to transcripts of past shows. Please visit Amazon.com to purchase the book, Mexico Unexplained, to get a hard copy of The Magic, The Mysteries, and The Miracles of Mexico. We appreciate your kind attention once again. Until next time, thank you and gracias. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mexico Unexplained with host Robert Bitto. For show summary, relevant links and commentary, please check out our website at mexicounexplained.com. Like us on Facebook and be a part of the conversation. Adios and hasta la vista.